Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. some scripture here. We're reading it. It's kind of, at first, kind of hard to understand. The Lord be with us. He'll help us. I want to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I want to read the first 11 verses. <clears throat> This is the Apostle Paul. It says, For we know that if our earthly house, that's this body that me and you are living in right now, this earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, that means to die, we have a building of God, a house made with hands, not with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so be that we enclose, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened. Not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who hath given unto us the earnest of his spirit. Therefore, uh, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. We, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And uh, we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Therefore we labor that whether we're present or absent, we may be accepted of him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifested unto God. And I trust also are made manifested in your consciousness. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful again, Lord, for this opportunity of preaching, God, your word. Surely, Lord, this passage of Scripture, God, is really too much for us. It's deep. It's a mystery, God. There's a lot of things in this passage of Scripture, Lord, that we don't understand, God. But we pray this morning for the Holy Spirit to come. 
to help us today, Lord, and reveal these great truths to us, Lord, because we need to see them as your children today. We pray, God, that uh, through this uh, message this morning, Lord, uh, that we'll draw closer to you in spirit and in truth. Uh, and we realize, God, today that without your help, Lord, without your moving, surely, Lord, we can do nothing. Our hands are tied. Our minds are, 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 are but uh, empty, God. And our frames are dust, Lord, this morning. Lest your spirit comes and strengthens us and helps us and opens our eyes of understanding, Lord. I tell you, we'll still be in the dark. So we pray for your help this morning. In thy blessed Son we pray, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What happens this morning, this message, what happens to the saint that dies? Those that are Christians, those that are children of God, those that have been born again of the Spirit that are His. What happens between death here on earth in this body and the resurrection at the end time? That's what I want to show you this morning. This little book right here, uh, it says the child of God. And I got it. I found this back there in that little uh, the filing cabinet and all those papers we had. I told Teresa I'd get get rid of them, get, go go through them and get rid of what we don't need. And I found this little book, and I uh, uh, I started reading it. I was telling my mom about. It. I said I I said I started reading this book and I just really can't put it down. It's just a little book. It's not very thick, and. And anyway, I was reading it, and then something happened. I got sidetracked. I don't know what happened. Then I couldn't find it. I didn't know where it went. I looked all over for it. Now, what happened to that little book? I wanted to read the rest of it. Come to find out, about a week or two later, I found it. It was in my commentary. I used it for a marker to mark the area in my commentary, the place where I was at. And I found it. But anyway, I want to read this to you this morning about this man that wrote this little book. Uh, and I want to do a lot of uh, reading. I know I'm not a very good reader and I can't hardly read my own writing, so we're probably in trouble. But pray for me this morning. We'll try to read some things here. But this guy's name was uh, Judson Palmer. In, in 1880 in Galveston, Texas, uh, at the YMCA, when it was in its infancy and struggling to exist, they were in looking for a leader, uh, and by the providence of God, Judson Palmer was sent to the YMCA. How many know what the YMCA stands for? Huh? Everybody knows what that stands for? Young Man's Christian Association. Okay? was powerful back in that day. And anyways, this man was sent here to be the leader. And uh, it said here, uh, it was sent to the YMCA, and, and this man, he had the power with man because he knew the power of God 
in the in, in regenerating and the transforming of his own soul and in the providence of God. Thus the Gal uh, Veston YMCA soon came to be known near and far as a stronghold of a true Christian testimony, increasing year by year in service and influence under the leadership of this godly man. Then came a storm on September the 8th, 1900, and Mr. Palmer uh, was among those who suffered uh, in this terrible calamity. In this storm, he lost his wife and child. They were, uh, uh, they were among the missing, and he lost his home and all that he had that uh, was his. He was battered and bruised physically and, in, and was in mostly in distress, loneliness, uh, suffering over the loss of his wife and children. Let me tell you something this morning. They never found his wife and children, his child. They didn't say what it was, or boy or girl. But he never seen them again. Think about that this morning. Huh? What a tragedy that would have been. Huh? He lost his family. Everything that was dear to him. And it said here, and through this tragedy, Mr. Palmer gave himself over to studying God's word to see what God's word, God's word said in regard to the death of his saints in order to comfort his own heart. Amen. So he went in debt uh, in the Bible, in the Word of God, and he studied it, and he took down notes, and he made a journal huh, of everything that he found. He was trying to comfort his heart. He wanted to understand what happened to his wife huh, and his child. He was looking for answers. He was a godly man. And he searched the scriptures. Huh? I'm going to read some of the things that he wrote down. Huh? And he said later on, there was a lady uh, came to the YMCA and she was mourning uh, uh, over the death of her mother. Her mother was a Christian and, and she was in distress and broken hearted. We know how that is when we lose the death of a loved one. And, and she came up to Mr. Palmer and she was telling, uh, telling him how she felt. And he said, well, he said, I'll give you something to read. And he gave her this literature, this, this journal, this notes uh, that he had. And it said here, and as, as I was reading it, uh, all the fruits of his labor. It doesn't say how much time he had in study, but all those fruits that his labor had come out when this lady read what he had to say. Huh? She was blessed. She was comforted. And, and, she, and she was just, she thanked him so much. It was just such a blessing to hear the promises of God's Word and what his study had uh, uh, brought forth to her. And when he seen her face, huh, can tell the difference in her countenance. Huh? He said, well, maybe I better show this to some of my friends. And he showed it to some of his friends, huh? his Christian friends. And they said, we got to publish it. Huh? we got to publish this and make it public. Huh? So people can read this when they lose the death of a loved one. Huh? 
and it'll comfort their hearts. They made seven editions of it. Amen. I'm going to read something here. Uh, some of his studies that I went over uh, this morning and uh, let you look at them. And I know it's just it's going to be a little bit different trying to read this stuff. <clears throat> the child of God between the death and the resurrection. I tried to shorthand what I could. Because uh, the book's not that big, a little book, but it had a lot of detail. <clears throat> there are so many questions that people ask about uh, a loved one when they die and what happens to them. Uh, where are they now? Are they conscious? Are they, are they conscious of where they're at? What are they doing? Do they know each other there in heaven? Do they see those whom they left behind? And do they know what is transpiring here on earth? Now some of these questions we will not be able to answer. We don't know. It's an unknown. It's a mystery. Physical death is the separation of the soul and body. In 1 Kings 17, 21 and 22, Elijah prays for the widow's son for his soul to come back into his body. So you see here, if you remember that story, Elijah, uh, the, the widow's son had died, huh? And Elijah threw himself on top of the boy's body and prayed three times for God to bring the soul of this child back into the body. You see the separation this morning? There's a separation. Man is made up of flesh and blood, huh? This earthly house that we're living in this morning. But he also has a soul, a spirit, that'll live forever. Amen? It said here, in the, and, and, and in the next passage of Scripture in James 2 and 26, it says, The body without the spirit is dead. The spirit is not dead, but the body uh, uh, is dead. The spirit never dies. It lives for eternity. And in 2 Corinthians 5, 1 through 4, this is our passage of Scripture. And I might repeat some stuff here this morning, but it don't matter. That's what old people do, right? shouldn't say that, but anyway. <laughs> the writer believes that the moment of death, uh, at the moment of death, receives a spiritual and glorified body. It is not the resurrection body uh, when the, uh, this corruption shall put on incorruption, but a body retaining a form and features of a body which we had here on earth, through which we can manifest himself between death and the resurrection. We live in a house made of clay, flesh, and bones and blood. And when we die and leave that house of clay, the spirit, and uh, dwell in a new body, which is the glorious body. He calls it a glorious body. I call it, I think it's a better name would be a spiritual body. The soul is not just floating around out in space somewhere. Paul said, if our earthly house of our physical body dies, we have a building of God, a house uh, not made with hands. You see, God is going to give us 
a new body after death to hold our souls in until the resurrection of the last day. When Moses, this is in Luke's Gospel uh, 9 and 30, when Moses and Elijah appeared to the disciples on the Mount of Transfiguration, they appeared as men. Though the forms that uh, they had forms and features of man, but they appeared in glory with bodies that were glorified. Moses had been dead nearly fifteen hundred years. This could not have been the body that God buried in Moab. Now, uh, nor raised from the dead, because Christ, Amen, the first fruits of. of them that sleep and had not at that time risen from the dead. Christ was still there. It, it had been a glorified body which Moses received when God took. Uh, or I'm sorry, let me back up. It had been a glorified body Moses received when he was taken away. Uh, God had took away his breath. Surely, immediately, after death, the believer will move out of uh, his house of clay into a house of glory, a heavenly body, uh, a body between death and the resurrection. In Luke's Gospel 16, 19-31, the story of the rich man and Lazarus. Both died, and then both of their bodies uh, were formed, uh, had forms after death. The rich man, he could see, hear, feel. He had all his senses in this body. Uh, that was in hell. Lazarus had all his characteristics. You remember that story? Huh? Praise God. This is probably one of the uh, most vivid uh, descriptions of life after death. Amen. And then I go on down here, and it said, "We know, uh, we will know each, well, we know each other in heaven. Yes, by the forms and features of who we are. At the moment of death, the child of God will be with Christ in heaven. Jesus, uh, Jesus had a resurrected body of bones and flesh." I want to tell you something. Hold on just a minute. I was going to read this, but I won't. I'll explain it to you. Huh? Do you remember when, when Jesus rose from the dead and he went to the disciples? Huh? He appeared to them in a room. Huh? Do you remember that? And they seen him and they were frightened and they were scared. Huh? They thought they seen a spirit. Huh? They thought they seen a ghost of Christ. Huh? And Jesus said, hey, look on me. He said, touch me. Feel me. Huh? Feel my flesh. I have flesh and I have bones. Huh? That's exactly what he said. Huh? A spirit has no flesh and no bones. Huh? He had the resurrected body that you and I, my friend, one of these days will get. <laughs> At the last day. Follow me. I know it's strange. It's a kind of a mystery. But it's true. Hallelujah. 
the proofs of all this. Amen. And then here, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. When the believer moves out of this body, he moves into a glorified one and is with Christ. Luke's Gospel 23 and 24. Jesus said to the thief on the cross, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. The, the thief's physical body went to the grave, but his soul went to be, his soul went to a glorified body, a spiritual body, and was with Jesus in paradise as the place of the blessedness. When Stephen was dying, he saw the heavens open and Jesus standing at the, uh, at the right hand of God and said, Receive my spirit, not my body. Huh? Receive my spirit. We must never think of our loved ones as sleeping in a grave, but always living with our Lord in glory. In Revelations 14 and 13, uh, there is a consciousness of those who die in the Lord. They are blessed and are at rest. Their labors are over. Their work is finished. They are reaping the blessed life with Jesus. Paul was taken to the third heavens and was very conscious of what he saw and heard. In Philippians 1 and 23, Paul said, I'm betwixt between the two. I have a desire huh, to leave this body, huh, this temple of clay, and go on and be with the Lord in glory. Huh? But for your benefit, huh, for, your, for your health, the Lord's going to keep me here and stay. But I'd rather go on huh, to heaven. You see this? See what's happening here? Amen. And Jesus said unto the Sadducees in Luke tw uh, chapter 20 and 38, God is not the God of the dead, but he's the God of the living. Amen. And to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. And in Revelations 21 and 14, I know this is a future event, uh, but it's true for the same. In this future event, huh? What it said, God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. There shall be no more sorrowing, no more crying, huh? No more death, no more suffering, for the formal things have passed away. Same way for the saint this morning who dies in Christ. Amen. And then I was, uh, uh, I want to go down here and this last one. It said the children of God at death oftentimes get a glimpse of he into heaven as, uh, as it opens uh, to receive them. This happened uh, to Stephen and there are many stories of dying saints letting uh, them know oh, I'm sorry letting what they seen and heard uh, while they are uh, coming to the end of this life. I was telling my mom this morning, she remembered this. When my dad was dying, 
And he could still talk at that time. He could still speak. And he said, he said this words. He said, I hear children singing. He said, it sounds so beautiful. He said, I hear the children singing. I never heard anything like that in my life, huh? Anywhere. And after his death, I don't know how, it, that's, I don't know how much time had went on. I uh, uh, had a little cassette tape. And I forget uh, who, my, it was my dad's, some, a guy was preaching on it. And he was telling about this dear old saint. There was two of them. There was a man and a woman at old age. I, I don't want to get long in this story, but anyways, he was dying. And uh, as he was dying, he told his wife, he said, I can hear the children singing. He said, I hear children singing. It was the same thing that my dad had heard. And she said, oh, I, I can't hear them, honey, but I know you can. And this is a true story. They went to the funeral home, huh? And he was in the casket, and all the friends and family was there, huh? Visiting uh, and, and comforting her. And it said... And the preacher said she was standing there by the casket, huh? And she said, whoever was beside her and whoever they was talking to her, she said, no, wait. She said, listen, I hear children singing. She heard children singing. And she died. Passed away right there in the funeral home. Huh? So there's a glimpse, huh? That something happens, not, not to everybody, not to every Christian. Huh? But God gives him a preview. And he also said, I don't want to get into reading this. He said there was a woman, a young woman that was dying. And he would, and he, it was his, it wasn't him, it was a pastor that, uh, that preached the church where he was at, uh, that would, uh, preceded him. He went to this woman's house, this young lady, to visit her. Huh? And he said he went into the house and, and, and uh, she was up on the bed and she was staring. She was like in a trance and she was looking straight ahead. Wouldn't talk to anybody or say anything, but her eyes was looking at something. Huh? That glory is what it was. And it said that, uh, she said, here they come. They're coming to get me. The gates are getting ready to open. Listen, this is a true story. Huh? The gates are getting ready to open. They're coming to get me. And she said, oh, I didn't make it. They let Mimi in first. This was a little girl that they knew that was in their neighborhood, huh? That they found out later that died, okay? And then she said, he said that he was, he, this, the pastor was shocked, huh? He couldn't believe what was going on. And a little while later, she laid back down. A little while later, she stood up and done the same thing. Huh? And she said, they're coming to get me. Huh? The gates are opening. Huh? They're going to take me into heaven. Here they come. Ah. Oh. They let Grandpa go in instead. Come to find out, Grandpa was an old man. They knew that she knew in her life. I'm going to tell you, the preacher was stunned about what happened and what took place. And he went by the next time, and she already passed away. And as time went on, he got curious of what was going on and what had happened. Those things that she said, 
put an imprint in his mind and in his brain. So you know what he done? These two people lived in two different states. Huh? And he went to the post office and to the postmasters and he wanted to find out about their death. Okay? So it took a while and, and he said that the pastor received the letters. He got the letters from two separate postmasters the same day. Huh? And he opened the letters and he read them. And it told their age, told their name, their age, and their death, date, and the time of death. And you know what it done? It matched up exactly when she died. Huh? When she died, right before she died, it was all the same day, the same time. Huh? You get that? I believe in this stuff. It's strange. It's, it's hard to understand. Huh? But I believe it's real. Huh? I believe it's real. Amen? And as I studied this this morning, huh? And I looked at this, I tell you, here it said we know, huh? At this earthly house, this tabernacle we're, uh, that we're living in will be dissolved. Huh? Praise God. This tabernacle, this earthly body, this fleshly body, my friend, is going to die huh? and perish. Praise God. Paul said we're going to get a new body huh? that was made. i got to quit. It's already new. Huh? Made not by hands, but of God. Huh? I studied this, and I looked at this. I know, I'm kind of probably not getting it all out like I should. But I'll tell you something this morning. Let me find out where I'm at here. As I studied this and looked at this, these things, his, the scriptures that he gave me, I studied it and trying to understand it. This is what I found. As, as I study this subject, it sounds like there are three body types. And, they, and the soul that will never die will, be, will pos be possessed in each one of them at different times. Number one, the earthly body, the one we have now, uh, that we're living in. The one this morning, you and I that are alive, our soul is in here. Huh? It's our spirit is within us. Amen. Right now. Huh? I know this is hard to stand, understand. And then I looked again here and studied it. And in the second part, the spiritual body. A body which we will receive. Uh, after we die and go to be with the Lord. This is the one that he was talking about huh? in all his findings. Huh? The one that we, we, we read this morning where, the, where Jesus told the thief on the cross today, I, you shall be with me in paradise. Now wait a minute. huh? Stop just a second. huh? Where did his body go? His body went in. They buried that thief somewhere in the ground. 
huh? Right around Golgotha. So if his body is buried there, how is he in heaven with Christ? Did Christ lie to him, huh? And say, uh, that would you be with me in paradise? Something changed, huh? Something changed. God had prepared a body for to hold the spirit in. Huh? Get this this morning. I know it's hard to understand. This is the way I got out of it. And you might think I'm nuts. And it don't matter. I don't care. This is the way I see it. Huh? The second body is the body right after death. Huh? That is this body between death and the resurrection. Huh? Listen. Lazarus had it. Huh? Let me explain it to you. Lazarus had this body. Huh? This spiritual body. He was in the bosom with Abraham. And dwelt in heaven. Hallelujah. And the, and the rich man had a body. Huh? A body. And he was in hell. They was in two different places. But they were conscious. Huh? But there was something taking place. You remember what happened? The rich man wanted Lazarus to come down. Huh? And touch his finger, his finger on his tongue. Remember when he was burning in hell? Huh? And he wanted to go to his brothers and tell his brothers to testify in this awful place. But you know what Abraham said? You remember that? He said there's a great gulf fixed. <laughs> huh? So those that are in heaven cannot come down to where you're at. Huh? And you're in hell. And you can't go up to where they're at. Huh? Do you get this picture this morning? I'm talking about the body. Huh? That the spiritual body that will dwell in. Huh? Between death and the resurrection. That's what I'm talking about. This second body. And the third body. And I'm just about done. And the third body. Huh? Praise God. Is the resurrected body. That we will receive at the last day. Uh, when, uh, when the trumpet sounds. You remember the scripture where it said. The dead in Christ shall rise first. <laughs> Huh? And it said, we that are alive and remain shall be caught up in the presence of the Lord. Huh? If you and I die tomorrow, huh? We'll get this spiritual body. Huh? I want to add this to you. Huh? I just now thought of it. Huh? When my dad died, I don't know how long it was, me and my mom went out to the graveyard. This is a fact. I'm telling you the truth of what I felt. Huh? I lie not. We drove up and stopped the truck. The grave was over here. Huh? And as soon as we stopped the truck, something came over me and said, He's not here. And your dad's not here. He's gone. Now listen. Huh? Do you hear voices? Do I hear voices? No, I'm not nuts. Was it God that told you that? I believe it was. I believe the Lord witnessed to me that. But I tell you what, I 
I just heard it and felt it so vividly that he's not here. He's in heaven and that's his body. Huh? This earthly body that's made out of clay. It's laying in that grave. That will, will go back to dust. But his soul is in heaven. Hallelujah. Listen, I understand it. Praise God. It was assurance in my heart huh, that he was there. Huh? And it gives me a hope to go. Yes, sir. Huh? Praise God. And I want to tell you something. That body that Christ had when he rose from the dead, that's the body. That's that, uh, this mortality is going to take on immortality, huh? I'll tell you, we're going to be changed. And this is called the heavenly body that we'll receive when we rise from the dead. Huh? How is all that going to happen? I can't explain it to you. I have no idea. But I believe it as a child, huh? Yes. Praise God it's going to happen. Because Jesus said it. Huh? You understand this morning? The earthly body, the spiritually body, and the resurrected body. I'm just about done. Huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. And now I'm going to back it up. I'm going to back it up just everything that I just told you. Huh? I'm going to back it up with this scripture right here. Huh? Listen to this. Huh? Here it is. You can look this up later if you want to. Huh? This is in John huh? chapter 11. Huh? You remember when Lazarus died? Huh? You remember Lazarus, Martha, and Mary? They were friends of Jesus. Don't tell, the Bible don't tell us much huh? how they met or how they were, uh, got acquainted, but they were good friends. Huh? And you remember the story? And Lazarus died. Huh? And Jesus comes right here. They said, and then Martha... As soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha to Jesus, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou ask of God, God will give it thee. Give it thee. And Jesus said unto her, listen to this, thy brother shall rise again. And Mary's response was, Mary said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Huh? How'd she know that? Huh? She said, I know that he'll rise again in the resurrection of of the last day. I'm trying to prove you a point in what I preached this morning. Huh? Jesus told her that. Jesus told her that. huh? When they had their conversations and when they were together, the Lord Jesus was preached to them and taught them about the kingdom of God. And she knew that someday and the last day, her brother would rise again. Huh? Praise God. So she knew about that, and that's what she thought. But here's something else. 
Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. I want to tell you something. Lazarus was dead for four days. Huh? Laid in the grave four days, huh? And decomposing and rotting away. And how do you know that? Because Jesus said, open up the tomb, huh? And Lucy and Martha said, he's been dead for four days. He stayed guys. Huh? But Jesus said here, huh? That I am the resurrection, huh? And the life. <laughs> here it is right here. And whosoever liveth, you and me, are alive right now, and believeth in me shall never die. Huh? Believest thou this? And she said in him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Huh? Did you hear that? Huh? And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Get this this morning. Huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. We'll, we'll leave this body and be put into a spiritual body. Praise God. And we'll be with Christ in heaven. Hallelujah. We'll never die. And then the resurrection will come. And we'll be forever with the Lord. Amen. Huh? Think about it this morning. There is so much to rejoice over. Praise God. I wish Bob Bickle was here to hear this message. I thought about his everything he's going through with Pat. I think about what my mom's going through, the loss of my dad. But listen to me, and I know that's a hurt. It'll always be there. But praise God, we're the children of promise. We're the children of hope this morning. Amen. And we'll be united with our family and our loved ones. Huh? I tell you, we're living for things that are unseen, not the things that we see. Amen. Hallelujah. Think about it this morning. Huh? Praise God. I tell you, I can't wait to leave this place, huh? To leave this earthly body. I can't lay aside all the burdens, all the sorrows, all the suffering, all the hurt, and all the pain, and go on to heaven and be with the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. I told myself this morning, Mark, you better just settle down a little bit. Quit preaching so hard and running around like you're nuts. Huh? Just go in there and try to teach a lesson. Just try to be a, try to teach something. Huh? I want to tell you, and I tried to do that this morning, but I want to tell you, when my heart gets stirred, I can't help it. When the Holy Spirit reveals these great truths, there's nothing else but to rejoice. Huh? In the Lord. He's given us a He's given us a body. Amen. I'll tell you. Huh? We can't go back. Huh? Praise God. 
I got other things in my head I want to say. I can't even remember them. I'm just blank. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you something. When I studied this, I understand it a little bit now. A little bit more clearer now. It's a mystery. But I got, a, I got an understanding of it. Uh, the death of a loved one, the death of a friend, the hurt is always going to be there. Uh, especially when you've been married as long as my mom and dad have been married and together before that. Uh, there's always going to be an emptiness. There's always going to be a sorrow. There's always going to be pain and grief. Uh, your life will never be the same here on earth uh, because a part of you has died and gone on. Uh, and remember, the Bible said we are joined together as one, husband and wife. Uh, the two shall become one flesh. Uh, how true that is. One of these days I like to preach on that. Amen. But that's, it's not going to take away the pain. Uh, I know this morning that this message huh, will not take away the pain that you're going through or what you're facing. Huh? But I want to tell you something. It gives us something to look forward to and believe in and to know. And I want to tell you something. That ought to be our driving force. Huh? That, ought to, that ought to keep us in God's Word. Huh? That ought to keep us. That's what Paul said. To keep us on the straight and the narrow path that leads to heaven. Huh? Because when it's all over with, we'll be with the Lord forever. Huh? I want to tell you, said every man will stand before Christ and give an account. Huh? Whether it was good or whether it's bad. Paul said, think about that. He was telling the Corinthians, think about that. Huh? Do what's right. Do what's right. Do what you've been taught. Do what the Bible says. Follow the ways of the Spirit. Huh? Walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Huh? I want to tell you something. To make heaven, we're going to have to be spiritual people. Huh? You and I cannot do it on our own. Huh? We got to surrender our lives to Him. Huh? Give our lives to Him. Huh? And He will mold us and shape us into the Christian that He wants us to be. Huh? Praise God. I remember Blythe said this years ago. I'll never forget it. Huh? She said, All the books of the world. All the books that's in the world, all the books in this church, huh? All the books in the library uptown, huh? All the books that are ever written were written to inform. But there's one book, huh? That was written, huh? To transform men. And that's the Holy Word of God that I preach to you this morning out of its truths, huh? Transforming power in God's word. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. I appreciate your prayers for me. I appreciate your help. Huh? It's too big of a task for me. Keep praying for me. Keep holding me up. Huh? Take a take a sign of time, whether it's a minute or two, and pray for me.
huh? that God would make me the man that he wants me to be, huh? the pastor and the preacher that I need to be huh? to help you and to help me. Huh? Listen, praise God, we're going somewhere. Huh? We're going to preach the truths of God. We're going to uphold his word as long as we're here. Huh? Amen. God honors that. Uh, God honors his word. Amen. I tell you, I'm not return void. Praise God. All right, we'll stand this morning. Praise God. Appreciate your attention. Think about it. Look at those scriptures. See what you come up with. Amen. Praise God. All right, I want to ask Audie if he'll dismiss us this morning. Oh, God, help us. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us this day to come into your house. Yes, Jesus. Thank you for this message. Oh, God, help us. Praise Lord. It is beyond help. Oh, God. Give us the ears. The ears to hear this message. Yes. Let it sink into our soul. Yes. Let it revive us. Amen. Let it help us through this day. Yes, God. Help us. May your powerful word be with us throughout this day. Yes. Bless us in this day. Amen. Walk through this day with confidence and knowing that you are righteous. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that you're coming back. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Amen.